testosterone is what produces estrogen. And it's, it's so vital to men and women. I think what people have to do is understand the, the safety profile when it's done under medical supervision and you're incorporating labs. It is extremely vital. I can't tell you how many times we, we have guys come to this and, and, and they've been on TRT for two years, but they've had one lab. That's dangerous. You know, things change when you're on testosterone. Your hematocrit can rise, which is the viscosity of your blood. And you should be you should be monitoring that. You should be monitoring your estrogen levels. You want good estrogen. Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. Today, we're joined by a special guest expert by the name of Josh Whalen. Josh is the founder of a company called Blokes, and they specialize in telehealth and telemedicine, specifically helping guys get access to TRT, testosterone replacement therapy, as well as some very new and novel peptide therapies which are different kinds of small proteins that you can take that either increase growth hormone, speed up healing, enhance your libido. And this episode is going to be a little more medical in nature. And I wanted to expose our Fit Father community to the different options that are out there uh, to optimize hormones and just to get faster results from all the good lifestyle stuff that you're doing. And now I want to say that this episode contains no medical advice. I'm not saying that you should go take these things. I just want you to know what is out there and that there are services like Josh's that can help you get access to the right kinds of functional practitioners and lab testing to explore this stuff. And if you are interested after this episode in checking this out, Josh does have some special stuff for us that'll be linked in the show notes where you can click the links and go to his website through a special Fit Father link where you can get some sweet deals on this stuff and get labs run and actually explore some of these peptide therapies. And this will get a little bit into the science. We're going to be talking about, obviously, testosterone replacement therapy, which is taking external testosterone in the form of a shot, a pill, or a cream, but also this world of peptides. And and these are really novel compounds that are kind of exploding onto the medical scene that your primary doctor may not even know a lot about. This is kind of like the cutting-edge stuff. We specifically talk about a new peptide called semaglutide, which is used for weight loss. It helps reduce appetite and there's some good clinical data that it can improve weight loss. We also talk about some other peptides that increase growth hormone levels naturally, like sermorlin is one of those that we discuss. And Josh shares some of his personal experience taking these as well as um, seeing literally thousands of people who work with blokes, his company, to do this. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, There are so many exciting things happening in medicine that can be adjuncts to all the good core lifestyle stuff. And of course, if you like this stuff, there'll be links in the show notes where you can check out blokes and our special fit father link. Enjoy today's episode. Josh, thanks for coming on today. Um, I'm excited to have you here and talk all things men's health. Thank you, Dr. Balduzzi. It's great to be here. I'm excited to talk about it as well. So let's kick it off just a little background about you and your family and and maybe some of your upbringing so people can get a a pulse of what your life experience has been like. And then we'll talk about uh, some telehealth. Yeah, man. Uh, Military brat. My dad served 21 years in the army. Uh, 82nd Airborne and Special Forces. So I was in Fort Bragg, Fort Carson. Uh, went to school at University of Northern Iowa. Spent a lot of time in Chicago, Wisconsin. Uh, and my career path was uh, more along the lines of not knowing what the hell I wanted to do right out of college. 
getting fired from a, a handful of jobs. And then finally, I got a, a really good gig with a company called Stryker. And I was uh, in their orthopedic spine implant division. And uh, I was one of those guys that was in the OR. And I was with those guys for almost five years. And I wanted to see if the grass was greener. A lot of people told me I was an idiot for leaving. Uh, the grass was greener. And I've been an entrepreneur ever since in healthcare. I've done everything from uh, own operate compounding pharmacies, laboratories, urine drug screens, blood testing, uh, to regenerative medicine clinics, i.e. stem cells. Uh, and now onto, I think the biggest and, and most fun adventure I've ever done. And that is, uh, men's health and women's health and, and really trying to empower individuals to own their journey in health and, uh, a preventative and proactive manner. Nice. And so this leads us to blokes, um, which I, I want to frame the conversation around that. Tell us a little about your company, um, yep. when it was founded and what you guys effectively do, because I think it'll be a nice container for us to talk about different stuff like TRT, peptides, and even just how this whole world of like telehealth even works. Yeah. So uh, we started treating patients in September 21. Uh, blokes did. We launched our women's line in uh, March of 23. It's called Joy. We are an inch wide, a mile deep into optimization. And what optimization to us uh, is uh, heavy diagnostic labs to help us find the root cause to then, uh, you know, sitting down with patients and consulting them through nutrition and lifestyle uh, with therapies that we think align really well with that preventative and proactive care model. Uh, a couple of those is testosterone replacement and then prescription peptide therapies. Uh, and then we do it all from the manner of this, you know, one-on-one consults through video. Uh, some of what, some of what we can do can be prescribed with dynamic questionnaires. So we're licensed in all 50 States, um, super easy access to, to treat you. Um, and we do it from the confines of your home or your work and, uh, on your schedule. Okay. I want to ask you a question now. This is kind of like from the hat of you as an entrepreneur, like why, why does this exist? Why is this such a problem in relation to our conventional medical system? Like, why does blokes fill a problem gap in the marketplace that, you know, a traditional doctor is not getting the job done or the insurance model is not getting the job done? Why aren't people able to get these kind of prescription peptide therapies from their local doctor? Why is that right kind of testing not necessarily being done in your opinion? Yeah, I think it's, I think there's a few things there. Um, one, I think, Healthcare in general has become very congested and the the process, at least to men, at least from my point of view, has always been kind of a pain in the butt, you know, whether it's scheduling, whether it's waiting in the waiting room, whether it's driving out of your way. Um, and, and I think that's when the emergence of telehealth has, has, has really stepped in. I think the other piece is COVID has kind of expedited this to, to an end degree that I don't even know if we were ready for. We weren't ready for because EMRs and, and systems have not caught up in a HIPAA compliant fashion. Um, so I think there's, there's, there's a lot of gaps. Uh, and then to answer it from more of a clinical base scenario, I think we're seeing more and more that physicians are practicing different than they thought they would coming out of med school. And I think uh, when you look at our, our current model, I say this a lot, you know, we, we, we despise sick care and we don't practice in that vein. And I think 
when you start taking insurance, it becomes a volume game. And then you start looking at what we do, hormones and, and peptides and optimization. It's become specialized. Not everybody coming out of med school even has heard of a peptide. I, I, I've, I've had literal conversations with physicians. I said, do you know what a peptide is? And they go, yeah, no, I don't. And I said, well, you know, insulin's a peptide. And they go, oh, okay, I know what a peptide is. Well, the peptides that we do are so new and so novel um, that I think it's just become so specialized. And I look at it this way. If I'm a patient and I have a knee injury, I go see an orthopedist that manages knees. I don't go see a neurosurgeon or I don't go see an OBGYN. And I think that's what's happened in hormone optimization and peptide therapy and, and really learning and trying to understand diagnostic labs where it fits you from a functional build. So I think we fill a lot of those gaps, um, whether it's just from a convenience standpoint, an accessibility standpoint, but then also just we're, we're very, very hyper-specialized in what we do. Nice. And I'm sure you've had some personal experience with using your therapies, whether it's TRT or peptides. Give us a little of a primer, maybe some personal story of like how you've benefited from this. And that's probably a way for us to back into the conversation on some yeah. of the stuff that's out there. So people are more aware of possible therapies. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I am like the, my pillow guy. I am, I am the founder and I am also living and breathing this, this journey every day. I believe in our therapies to my core and one, because it's results driven. These work. This isn't some, you know, T booster that you're getting at GNC that you don't even know if it's working. I will tell you my journey. I, I was on the cusp of a divorce and um, I went through two primary care doctors that looking back now gave me really bad guidance. They told me I was on the low side of a range and there wasn't much I can do. I finally found a hormone specialist that changed my life, literally saved my marriage. Um, and I just told my wife this this morning because I had an investor call. We took before pictures uh, when I started this business in September, and I weighed 258 pounds. Today, I weighed in at 235. So, and, and I'll tell you, it's, I'm a bigger guy. Like, I, I, I push a lot of weight uh, in, in the gym, but it hasn't been a grueling experience. It, it's actually been rather pleasant. I still drink from time to time. I still go out with friends. Um, you know, I, I eat as healthy as I can. But the, the therapies have changed my life to have more motivation, eliminate brain fog. The motivation thing was huge when I got on testosterone. Um, I wasn't working out, you know, maybe one day a week. I was drinking 12 coffee, 12 cups of coffee to get through the day. And uh, as you know, you know, your, your testes are sending signals to your receptors in your body that allow you to get motivated. I went from that to working out now. If I don't work out four or five times a week, it's it's off. Something's off with me, uh, and I feel it. So, um, you know, I'm I'm a living, breathing, uh, walking example of what we do, uh, and it's been very results driven. It's not been a pain, painful process at all. I've done I've done the yo-yo diets like everybody else. I was a wrestler. I cut weight. I know all that whole experience, and it's grueling. It sucks mentally. It sucks too. You're like a hamster in, in a hamster wheel that's just running and running and trying to maintain things. Um, for us, you know, I feel like we give you the edge to make better and wiser decisions in your health. And it helps us get you to the finish line quicker. So I look at it as just an adjunct to, to something like you do. You still have to make those good lifestyle decisions because nobody's over your shoulder telling you exactly what to do when nobody's there. We're going to get you there quicker. That's it. Mm -hmm. Now, 
I want to I want to talk a little about TRT because I think that's a, a nice easy way to to start because many people are familiar with it. What does the process look like for someone who maybe suspects they have low testosterone? Like it, when they engage with blokes, like what do you do? Do you go to your website? Do you like schedule a consult? Like labs drawn? Like walk me through what that's like, and then and then how even do you guys deliver TRT? Is it shots, pills, creams, etc.? Yeah, it's super simple for us. Um, Go to blokes.co, sign up online. It takes about three to four minutes to fill out the standard health history forms and uh, waivers. Our team contacts you, schedules your labs. We have a few different ways that we, everybody who's on any type of hormone, man or woman, you have to have labs. They have to be part of your regular uh, curriculum as a patient. And we do anywhere from probably four to six labs on a patient. You, we, we can send somebody to your home. You can go to a, a draw station. Uh, with one of our affiliate partners, LabCorp, Quest, big names in the space. In some cases, we can even send at-home tests directly to you. So we try to make it as as easy and convenient as possible. Since we are virtual, there's there's a handful of ways that we can actually treat you as a patient. Injections, which is subcutaneous or intramuscular. I do subcutaneous twice a week. Creams uh, is another way. And then trochies. Trochies are just basic oral versions of, of testosterone that sit under your tongue and dissolve over time. We tend, tend to see the best results with subcutaneous twice a week uh, over anything else. Uh, that's typically what we advise, but we certainly will work with any patient to, to get them within their comfort zone. Listen, some people, a lot of people are just needle phobic. We get it. So we'll put you on creams or we'll put you on trochies. And the best thing about it, this stuff works. I mean, you're going you're gonna to feel something typically within the first 30 days. We typically see results starting to happen after 90 days, peak results somewhere between six months and a year. Okay, cool. And how long have you personally been on it? I've been on it for two years, um, religiously. I've not gotten off testosterone. I, I, I cycle on and off certain peptides. I know what I felt like when I got was, was low T. And doctor, I was at a 250 nanogram per deciliter score in my mid thirties, which is, as you know, that's, that's a, that's a legit hypogonadism patient. Um, So I felt like crap. I will never go. I will never go back because I know how I feel. I know the motivation it gives me. I'm a better dad. I'm a better husband. Um, You know, our sex life has changed dramatically, which is very important in any relationship. Uh, And I'm a better businessman because of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, it is a lifestyle decision, right? I mean, like getting on TRT is, it becomes a really key part of your routine, especially yep. when you introduce like external hormones. So a consistency yep. thing and making sure you're making the right decision for you is, is it an important aspect of that? And it seems like that was hundred percent the right thing for you and you're benefiting from it. Great. I want to, yeah. I want to talk about this other world too, of, of peptides. And this is something that many people don't know about, you know, there, there are many different names and, and, uh, peptides are a short sequence of amino acids are like small proteins and they can have a very number of biological effects. Like you mentioned insulin being a peptide, but there's also some interesting peptides for weight loss, for healing injuries and a bunch of others that you offer. Um, talk to us about the landscape of peptides right now. What should guys, particularly guys 40 plus know about peptides? Yeah, well, let's let's start with the basics. Peptides have been around for years, as you mentioned. Insulin is a peptide. We have, you know, close to sixty peptides that are FDA approved, uh, and like you said, they're short chains of amino acids, stepping stones for proteins. 
They can be administered in many ways, just like hormones or testosterone. And I look at uh, peptides as very, very specific messengers in your body to accomplish specific tasks. And I look at hormones slightly different. Hormones are going to raise the whole boat where peptides are going to focus on certain portions of the boat. And they can treat everything from, you know, brain fog to sexual health to weight loss to growth hormones, so strength, appetite, all those things. Um, I think I think they're a novel subject. I think I, I, I love where we're going with the space. I hope the FDA catches up with it. Um, I like to say these are very, very low risk, high reward type therapies when done under medical supervision, getting them through compounding pharmacies, U.S.-based pharmacies. Um, and uh, they, they, they're a game changer. They can do so much for the human body. Okay, let's let's back into this through your personal use. What peptides have you tried yeah. that have had some of the biggest benefit and or what are the most popular peptides that people get through blokes that you think are really important that guys should know about? Yeah, I mean, I I personally have experience with GLP-1 medication, GLP-1 agonists. So the likes of so for, the, not for non-science people, let's kind of break that down a little yeah. bit too. Yeah, that, that, listen, it's a glucogen-like peptide. What, what you should take away from it is it's a it's a peptide that's indicated for two things, type 2 diabetes and obesity or weight. Um, and I've had a lot of experience with those and they work really, really well. Uh, They're FDA approved. Um, most patients lose anywhere from 10 to 20 percent of their body weight over a year time. And that's clinically proven by the mechanisms is it slows down your appetite it slows down your cravings. By doing that, you have reduction in A1C scores, you have a reduction in blood pressure. And I will tell you, as a living, breathing person of this, all that has come true and, and it's not been painful. Um, a couple other peptides that we really, really love are growth hormone peptides. So the likes of like Sermorlin, um, you know, as you age, just like everything else in your body, your growth hormone tends to age. And, uh, you know, we just replace it with that. The beautiful things about peptides um, is we're just adding more to that natural production. We're never shutting down the body's natural production of peptides. Uh, a couple others. I, I've been I've been using a peptide called BPC one five seven. It's considered the Wolverine drug in the space, um, and it mimics the, the the juices in your gut, the gastric juices in your gut for the the healing properties of that. Uh, and it's been really really good for inflammation for me. It's been really good. Um, you know, for soft tissue injuries, I had some Achilles injuries from playing pickleball of, of all things. Uh, and I inject it right into that site. Um, the, the thing that's been phenomenal for me with the BPC 157 is I was a wrestler back in the day and I was an idiot wrestler because I took laxatives to lose weight, to cut weight. And I really did some damage to my, my, my intestines, my gut. And, uh, it's been the only thing that has really helped me in terms of my bowels. And, you know, that may seem like a small thing, but I will tell you, it has changed my life. It has helped my hydration. Um, you know, going to the bathroom when you, when you want to go versus when you actually have to go has been a really big game changer for me. Uh, and then we have a lot of different things with skin, GHK, CU, uh, creams, which really amazing peptide for your skin. Um, uh, those are our primary sellers, though. Nice. And I, I'll say, I have direct experience with GHKCU as well as BPC-157. I've used BPC-157 in oral form and in injectable form to help with healing after surgeries. Um, I have heard really good stories and it has a great safety profile. 
I've tried GHKCU after a surgery to help speed up some connective tissue healing. I'm not sure how much that one necessarily helps, but I know it has like collagen and boosting yep. properties. So it's yep. like the research is pretty clear on that. And then the first one you mentioned, which was in the class of drugs, well, like a peptide of GLP-1 agonist is called semaglutide. And I think that like kind of took the social media scene by storm last year. Maybe people here haven't necessarily heard of that, but it was like this weight loss miracle compound people were talking about, and it, it does help lower hunger levels. So if guys are feeling like you're just voraciously hungry all the time, having a hard time maintaining weight that you have lost, it could be something worth taking. Yet I would say, even though these things have like a fantastic safety profile overall, there are some side effects like the GLP-1 oh, yeah. agonist can give you some nausea, um, injection side pain. And are these things something that guys cycle or do they take them like long-term in your experience? It's a, it's a good question. And, and I don't, I don't think we have the, the exact answer yet. What I will tell you is it depends on the patient. If you're talking clinically obese patients, you know, the, the, the perfect candidate for it, it might be something that is more lifetime. You might scale back on the dosage. If you're talking somebody who, you know, is, is maybe borderline, you know, 29 BMI that goes down, there, there's probably a way to microdose over time. But you know, as well as anybody, these medications are going to help you get there. The ability to maintain it is also a lot of willpower and, and, and putting, knowing what's going in and out of your mouth and, and making the right lifestyle decisions. We have treated a lot of patients with semaglutide and terzepatide, whether they're type 2 diabetic or obese, that have done nothing, absolutely nothing. But they haven't changed any bit of their eating habits, even though their cravings and their appetite has reduced. The patients that do extremely well and that have less side effects, less nausea, less acid reflex are the ones that are putting away the booze, are not drinking wine, eating whole foods, you know, managing their stress, getting sleep, because all that plays a very, very big role in the success of these drugs. It's yeah. not a magic solution. It's not a magic pill. It's not a magic shot. It's just going to help you get there. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a great point. I mean, these are like just very, very, very potent supplements. I mean, they come in many different forms. I, I like to think of them in, in that way. Like you could take one of these peptides, um, like sermorelin, for example, that can increase the growth hormone release of your in your body and still eat like crap and still actually gain weight despite having better GH levels, for example. Let's let's we, we, we see some of these uh aging actors and bodybuilders, like the Sylvester Stallone kind of guys that are still like 65, 70, and still like ripped and shredded. A lot of these guys are taking stuff. Are they taking these types of things, TRT peptides? I mean, to the best of your knowledge, you know, maybe not any guy specifically, but like what's going on in terms of like the scene of like uh, this longevity, guys who still want to have a very high level of physical performance. How important are these to actually achieve those results realistically? Um, I would say 100% they're using these therapies. They've been doing it probably a lot longer than we've, we've even been talking about it more from a just an overall community standpoint. Um, I think the other thing that Hollywood does really well is they manage their diet really well. I mean, you look at, you know, these the Sylvester's or the J-Lo, like they don't drink and they eat really good. Um, so that helps them from a longevity standpoint, a vitality standpoint. Um, but yes, we are, we are, we have certain, uh, Hollywood style patients. I can't name any names that, um, that use our therapies and they're very tight in those circles. So 
yeah, I think um, I think it's been a secret for a while. I our goal is to bring it to just a common man. Um, that's why we named the company Blokes, and and we're just trying to, you know, help you know normal guys live better lives. Mm-hmm. And like from a very practical, like financial perspective, because I, I what I've gathered from this is you guys are not going through insurance, but I would use something like an HSA or just cash account to yep. get these therapies and just know that whatever the cost is per month of this, let's say it's a couple hundred bucks, you know, four, three, four or 500 bucks, whatever it ends up being for the therapies that you, one of your doctors would say was right for me, would just be massively beneficial. And like, what's the, what's the kind of financial setup? I think that's maybe you guys are thinking sounds interesting. What's the rub out on how much it costs? Listen, it's as big or as small as you want to get it, but it doesn't mean just because you don't spend a lot of money, you're not going to get a lot of efficacy behind it. Um, you know, our, our TRT plan starts at 149 a month. And that is inclusive of every single thing. Your consults, your coaching, which includes lifestyle, nutritional tips, um, your, your medications, your needles, your syringes. Um, so that's a pretty affordable, I mean, God, listen, you go to the grocery store, buy, you know, a, a carton yeah, of eggs sure. or at 10 bucks, you know, um, or go out to dinner with your, with your, your gal. And that's easily 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. The changes could be life changing. Um, and then you, you know, you start stacking it with a peptide. You're probably in that $250 range. One of the things that we're doing and we're on the one yard line is, is we are, we are. We signed a deal with a company that's going to offer financing in the telehealth space, which is a big deal because, you know, we have our costs. Patients have their wants and desires of what they want to pay. The beautiful thing is we're going to get a lot of people financed. They're going to get a really low monthly payment um, and it's going to be interest free up to a year. So we're trying to do that um, as quickly as possible. We take HSA and FSA all the time. Uh, So. Those are those are ways that we try to work around, you know, patient needs. But I, I when I look at it and I look at it, my my monthly spend, I think it's pretty darn reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems like it could be game changing. And how does this work with someone who has like a primary care doctor? Like, how do they manage both? I've been seeing Dr. John for 10, 15 years. He's my guy. But now. I also felt like Dr. John hasn't been, you know, as privy to some of the stuff I've been interested in. So maybe I go to blokes and I'm interested in doing TRTA consult. Like, how do you yep. guys play with someone's like traditional primary care? I, I mean, we play as well as they'll play. Um, you know, we we we're an inch wide, a mile deep in what we do. What we often find is is primary cares can be very very green lit, or they can be completely against it. And I I tell patients this, you know. Primary cares are seeing a lot of patients in a day, you know, average visits somewhere between seven, 10 minutes. I would ask your primary care how often or what is their payer mix? Like how, how many patients are they treating that is hormone related or peptide related or optimization related? And if it's less than 50%, then it's probably a good thing to seek out a specialist. But we, we play very well in the sandbox. We, we want them to, to, to help us in that journey. Um, you know, but I've gone through that experience myself. I, I will say this is, this is one of the primary reasons I started blows because I, I wasn't getting the care I needed. And I look at, uh, you know, the standard, the standard practice right now, it's, it's very reactive. And we look at ourselves as a very proactive company. And when we run lab panels, we're running no less than 32 markers up to, you know, 70 markers. So we're getting that full scope, that full audit right then and there. We don't do reactive testing. We're trying to get ahead of it. Um, So 
you know, if 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 a primary care um, is against it, we get on the phone with them. We talk about the safety profile. We encourage it, and uh, most of the time, it's 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 very very manageable and very good. But we wouldn't tell you to leave them because there's things they do that we don't do. Mm-hmm. Sure. I want to talk a little bit about like uh, libido and sexual health. I know this is an area where peptides and certain things can have a pretty big and substantial effect. And there's many ways where guys have, you know, problems with erectile dysfunction, whether it's psychological, whether it's problems with blood flow and nitric oxide. Like, what have you seen? Because I know you guys have some offerings regarding helping guys improve libido. Uh, What are some of the therapies and, and suggestions and ideas that you have for guys based on your experience? I mean, the first thing is get your blood checked. Number one, see, see where your hormones are. If your testosterone is low, that's, that's probably a good reason or a possible reason why you're having potential ED. And I think, you know, we, we've started coining it as, you know, more along, um, erectile performance, not dysfunction, because I think when people hear ED, they're going, Oh my, my penis doesn't work. There's a lot more that goes into that. You know, are you waking up with morning erections? That's extremely important. That is blood flow. You need blood flow. Um, and, you know, we would start with, you know, guys at least getting a, a baseline hormone check. Uh, and then there are phenomenal therapies outside of testosterone that will boost that erection or that performance in bed. You know, PT-141 has been a, a fun peptide. Uh, Bremletide is the, uh, you know, clinical name for it. But it's great for sexual arousal, um, uh, sexual performance helps with erection strength. Um, you can take it, you know, as needed. Um, and, you know, we're starting to get a lot more into low dose, low doses of, um, you know, Cialis, low doses of Viagra, just from a yeah. blood flow perspective. And yeah. I think you're going to start hearing this more and more. ED equals ED, and that's erectile dysfunction equals early death. And it, it comes down to blood flow. That's all it is. And uh, I just actually started that a very low dose of, of Cialis. Um, I can't report a lot yet, but I will tell you, um, I have heart issues in my family and that's the last thing I want to do. My dad clocked out in his late, late fifties. Um, you know, so anything beyond that for me is bonus time, but I, I refuse to, I refuse to give in at that point. And I, I'm going to make sure I have a strong heart. I'm glad you brought that up. And like, let's, let's take a little moment to, to stick on that low dose Cialis. I had the opportunity last year to interview one of the world's greatest experts on nitric oxide. And we actually talked about that, how effectively Cialis is a is a drug that inhibits the enzyme that breaks down nitric oxide, which is this key gas in all of our arteries and capillaries that expands and vasodilates. And so by just taking a little bit of that drug, people are calling it like maybe the aspirin of the future is low dose Cialis might be the aspirin of the future. And like, if you were to take it for erectile dysfunction, maybe you take like 40 milligrams like plus, but we're talking like maybe like five, seven milligrams a day where it's just such a small amount where you don't even necessarily notice, you don't take it. It's not like you get immediately boner. You just like over time may feel like you have a little more energy because you're having better blood flow. And there's a lot of different supplements for nitric oxide out there, but this is one of the ones that like definitively gives a, a pretty solid boost. So that's cool. I'm glad you're you're on that train. I think we're going to see a lot more of those prescriptions because the the, the drug name is Tadalafil and it's very safe. So that's the yeah. cool thing. Yeah, and, and as you know, the, the the original intent of that drug had nothing to do with erections. Yeah. Was getting yeah. boners all the time. They're like, hey, we're trying to treat you for heart issues, but everybody's popping up with boners. Let's sell boner pills. 
And, uh, <laughs> you know, but the beautiful thing is it's, there's a, it's a huge buzzword in the longevity community right now. And, um, you know, there's even studies coming out to, you know, with, with these medications for Alzheimer's, um, yeah. you know, for brain blood flow. I mean, all blood flow is paramount to, to yeah. longevity and, uh, a healthy life. And, you know, if I can get an edge to increase my health span and lifespan, I'm going to do it. I have a, a five-year-old daughter. Uh, nice. I'm 40. I have a two-year-old son. When my daughter is 25, I'm going to be 60 years old. I, I need to right. be crushing. I need to be cruising. I, I need to have an edge. So mm-hmm. for me, it's it's just a way of life at this point. Nice. I want to get into in the the back part of this convo, some like longevity, anti-aging stuff. Um, I, and I guess this is a personal question. Maybe it's a little too pointed, but like you've started TRT at an age where like we don't, do we have the data on what it's like? Can you take TRT for like 50 years without any ill effects? Like, are you going to be giving yourself shots when you're 90? Are there different therapies they're going to be? Are you just on the bleeding edge of science and we're going to see what comes down the pipeline at this point? Uh, yeah, I guess I, I, I am on the, the other end of the spectrum. And no, I, we don't have that data. Um, it's also a shame that we don't have that data for women. There's literally no clinical indication for women in testosterone. And we know it works extremely well. Yeah. Um, for libido, for muscle exactly. mass, for fat loss, women need it too, just in a, a lower amount, but it can be phenomenally right. helpful. If you have a wife with like libido issues, a little bit of testosterone could like change the game and it's not going to give her a beard. Yeah. And I'll tell you right. what, people don't realize women have more testosterone than they do estrogen. And testosterone is what produces estrogen. And it's it's so vital to men and women. Um, we don't have that data. I don't know why we don't, because it's been around long enough. Uh, I will tell you, I will be taking it till I'm 100 if I can, if it still is improving my life. Um, right now, I see no downside. My symptoms are extremely managed. I think what people have to do is understand the, the safety profile when it's done under medical supervision and you're incorporating labs. It is extremely vital. I can't tell you how many times we, we have guys come to this and, and, and they've been on TRT for two years, but they've had one lab. That's dangerous. You know, things change when you're on testosterone. Your hematocrit can rise, which is the viscosity of your blood. And you should, be, you should be monitoring that. You should be monitoring your estrogen levels. You want good estrogen. You should be monitoring your PSA. To me, by doing stuff like this, I'm just more proactive in my labs on a, on a regular right. basis. And I think there's fringe benefits. To that. Uh, but to answer your question, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fringe, but I will tell you, um, I saved my marriage because of this stuff. I literally saved my marriage. Um, you know, oftentimes your partner is the one that points out where you're lacking. Uh, and, and for me, I was, I was lacking a sex drive and she was lacking sex. And it changed my game. It really changed my game. And it, and our relationship has benefited so much from that. Yeah. And it's hard to understate, like, you know, there's years in life and also the quality in those years. And, you know, like if done safely, you know, I, a lot of guys roll this for many, many years. Let's yep. talk a little bit about uh, NAD. So uh, this is something that also has kind of become a, a very popular like buzz type discussion in the longevity science oriented community. Um, I'll give a little bit of a scientific primer, but basically this is a super important molecule that is used to exchange electrons, which effectively leads us to create energy in these mitochondria, among other things. It's like a ubiquitous signaling molecule that helps facilitate different kinds of reactions. Um, we see NAD+, it turns into NADH. We don't need to get too deep in 
into the science. What is NAD as it relates to the benefits that people receive? What have you seen from having patients on that? How is it administered? What should people know about NAD in a long life? Yeah, I mean, you you gave the, the best clinical version of this, so I'll leave that um, alone. And we, I, I will tell you my personal experience on it. Um, I've been taking that now for a year and a half. I take it weekly or I take it as needed. Um, what I feel is, is moments of clarity, like big moments of clarity where I'm just connected. Like I can be in a meeting and I just feel more connected. I could be you know, on a run or a workout and I just feel more connected. Uh, energy levels, my energy levels spike. Um, and, you know, honestly, I, I'm not like a big guy on my skin, but my skin feels better. It feels tighter. Uh, and what's crazy about it is it's taking the world by storm. There's a few ways you can do it. Intravenously, which I've done, uh, is about a two to three hour session. You can push a, a greater dosage. Um, I don't like that because it's hard for me to sit in a IV chair for two to three hours, regardless of the actual position, but that's just a long time for me. I do them subcutaneous or intramuscular. I, I pretty much do them all or subcutaneous. I get pretty much the same result. I do anywhere from hundred to 300 milligrams at a time, which isn't that much, uh, compared to an IV setting. And you know, some of the quick symptoms, I, I almost feel like it takes my breath away. Sometimes I have to take a seat and it takes about 10 to 15 minutes to really set in. And then I'm off to the races and I feel like a million bucks from it. So sometimes I take it just based off of, you know, feeling a little lethargic. Like maybe I didn't sleep well. Maybe my kids were a pain in the butt the day before. Maybe my wife was a pain in the butt. And sometimes I'll just take a little bit and I just feel better. So um, it's a great therapy. It's It's another one of those that I say, High reward, low risk, uh, especially when done under medical supervision, especially when you're getting it from the right pharmacies. Um, and uh, I think if you're doing it that way, it's going to be it will be a great option for most people. It's kind of fascinating what's happening in the NAD front, too. I don't know if you've been following too much of the politics, but one of the main doctors from Harvard, Dr. Sinclair, who yes. was like the guy who kind of brought it with a, a very important paper a few years ago. I know you know a lot about this. Yep. Like uh, they, they've been trying to bring a lot of these products to market, some of these precursors of NAD, yep. like NMN supplements yep. and niacin is related to this as well. And now there's a whole kind of like war going on right now with uh, what can actually be sold because it's a pretty powerful thing, what products are available. But as of current, at least I can seek in Arizona, People are flying off the shelves with different supplements and NAD injections and in therapies. And if someone is listening to this and you're you really want to push the longevity envelope and you want to experience like cellular energy like you had when you were younger, like outside of just the good lifestyle stuff, NAD is definitely something worth looking into. So yeah, awesome. I, I agree, man. And and Sinclair is is the catalyst behind it. And he's been talking about this for years. And We'll see how long NMN has uh, with the FDA. I know he's been bullish to, you know, because I, I don't think a lot of people realize Sinclair has its own pharmaceutical company. That's know? why. Yeah, so, there's money interested at play, exactly. right? I mean, exactly. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be nice for him to get that off the table and into his particular product and formulation. Exactly. Um, but either way, it is still available like in many forms that you can get this stuff. And ultimately, this is a pretty ubiquitous compound that I'm sure people are going to find backdoors to make sure that levels are being raised. Yep, exactly. All right. Well, this was good. I think we covered a a good amount of landscape in a short amount of time. We will definitely have links in the show notes to blokes 
um, as well as any other special offers you may have for our FitFather community. So there's going to be links that people can check out. And uh, hopefully someone listens to this and, and they're interested enough to at least schedule a consult, right? Get some get some lab work that's deeper than you may have had with your primary doc. And I want to kind of give you the floor one more time to share anything you'd like to in closing about like the promise of, of this stuff or anything you'd like to emphasize as key point. Yeah. Listen, I tell every single person this, own your journey. I mean, you don't, don't let a, a white coat, a primary care doctor, an internal medicine doctor own your journey to a better and more optimized life. And if we're a catalyst in that, we'd love to help you. If not, find somebody that can help you. We're super easy. Go to our website, schedule an online consultation. Um, we'll take it from there. But, you know, I think there's so much coming at us in a consumer market where it's, it's hard to differentiate um, and, you know, get second opinions and, and get third opinions, but own your journey and your own health. Nice. Well, Josh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for your time today. I uh, wish you a super successful year ahead with blokes helping many more men successful year ahead as a father and, and, you know, just doing the thing you're, you're walking the walk. It's great to see. And I appreciate you coming on today. Thank you, Dr. Valdezzi. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.